0: Hello and welcome to Songs for the Struggling Artist, the blogcast. This is episode 240. My name is Emily Rainbow Davis. We are, what we're going to do here is I'm going to chat a moment or two, then I'm going to read you the blog, and then I'll say a couple other things, and then I'll sing you a song. That's how this, that's how this goes for the, for the newly initiated. Welcome. I'm glad you're here. Everyone, I'm glad you're here. Um, so, are we hanging in there, everybody? It's been 11 months of this business, so uh, hanging in there I think is the best we can do. So congratulations to everyone who's hanging in there, and everyone who's not hanging in there, I give you a big hug, because lordy. Anyway, 11 months, Yeah! Anyway, just thought I'd throw in here uh, another art-based uh, blogcast because you know th- I used to do a lot more of those before there was a pandemic. You know, when there was actually theater happening in the world. I mean, I guess it is happening in the world in like Australia, New Zealand. They they have it, but anyway, this one is a little. It's back on theme for me a little bit. So here it is. It is called Tell an Artist. You saw, heard, experienced their art. Because I come from theater, I am used to immediate feedback. I'm used to people who attended the show waiting to talk to me after, so I know they were there. When the houses are small and I'm on stage, I know who was there because I can see every single face in the crowd. Even if only a handful of people actually say something nice, they at least all give us some applause. They came, they saw, they clapped. We know they were there, and if we're lucky, someone will tell us something they liked about it. But when you make something that is not live, you have no idea who took the time to engage with your work. You don't know who's heard it, read it, seen it, whatever. There is no applause. It can feel a little bit like throwing a handful of glitter into outer space. Just like, uh, wee! The first episode of the audio drama podcast I made in 2020 has been listened to 250 times. But I don't know who those 250 people are. More importantly, I don't know who the 138 people who stuck with it to the finale are. A handful of people have let me know that they listened, and a smaller percentage let me know that they enjoyed it. We got some delightful reviews on Apple Podcasts, but I don't know who wrote them. It's such an odd experience to have heard a couple of people call me a genius, thank you, yes I know, and experience nothing but silence from everyone else. In the theater, if someone doesn't say anything, if they just leave and don't let you know they were there, it usually means they hated the show so much they couldn't find the strength to see you. I've had this done to me, and I have done it, I'm ashamed to say. Though I do usually try to find something to appreciate and say when a bunch of people have worked so hard to put something on stage. I'll give you an example that I probably think about more often than I should. A friend I hadn't seen in a couple of decades apparently came to see my show when we were performing in his city. He emailed to tell me that he'd been there, but that was it. Nothing else. We were there, was about the sense of it. This was the worst of all worlds. It was clear to me that a person I hadn't seen in almost 20 years hated this show so much he couldn't even do a reminiscing backstage visit. This is a situation which, by the way, would have precluded having to lie too much because it would be a lot of, I can't believe it, and how have you been these last 20 years? Like, there's almost no situation where you'd have to talk about the show you just saw less. But it was clear, at least to my brain, that this guy hated it so hard he couldn't even say hello. And then couldn't even find one thing to say in his I was there email. Not even like, that was a lot of ribbon you guys used in that show. We did use a lot of ribbon. Honestly, the bar is so low, folks. So his silence on the subject has become so loud for me. I really cannot stop thinking about it, even almost a decade later. Whereas if he just managed a cool ribbons, or whatever, I'd have instantly forgotten about it and continued to think fondly of the guy. Honestly, it would have been better if I hadn't known he'd come. Anyway, there are multiple varieties of silence, and most of them lead to the worst-case scenario. I wish it were not so, but it is. So most of us, in theater, hear silence as dislike. But in a world where people are reading, watching, listening, seeing work at their own pace, there is no way to know if silence about something you've made is A, because they haven't read, listened to, seen it, this is the most likely, or B, because they just didn't think to tell you that they'd read, listened to, seen it, this is the second most likely, or C, because they hated it, the most easily made assumption in an artist's brain. As a tweet I read recently said, if you're not haunted by the possibility that your writing sucks, then guess what? This is how artists' brains tend to work. No matter how much I actively practice leaning into geniushood, my brain will be quite sure that what I've made is actually terrible and no one wants to tell me. Even when a more sensible part of me has great confidence in something. People who engage with works of art are under no obligation to tell the artists who made them anything, of course. I'd be very busy if I told every maker of every book, song, podcast, TV show, painting, sculpture, movie, collage, etc., etc., I ever experienced that I experienced their work and how I experienced it. I'd be very busy if I emailed everyone whose work I enjoyed. But for the subset of artists that I know, that I have relationships with, I want to be a whole lot better about sharing my experience of their work. I have friends who made a really stellar audio drama podcast a few years ago, and I binge listened to it, enjoyed every minute, and never told them. I meant to, of course. I meant to shoot them an email or something, but it just never happened. I think I thought I'd just run into them at a show and gush in person. But I didn't see them, so it was probably years before I sent them the email, and I am as guilty as anyone on this front. And certainly right now, no one's running into anyone else at shows, since there aren't any. Anyway, it is now my intention to be better about reaching out to makers who are creating the things I enjoy. I hate realizing that my silence on the matter makes it seem as if I didn't bother to watch, listen to, see it, or that I hated it and didn't want to tell them. It is not easy to make things. It is not easy to receive no applause, especially when you are accustomed to receiving it after a show. It just occurred to me that I might be satisfied with the applause emoji on a post of something, or an applause gif. Sometimes that's literally all I need, but it is weirdly quite rare. Anyway, I intend to up my response game, though I give myself permission to just use GIFs and emojis sometimes. I know people worry about saying the wrong stuff to artists about their work, especially when they didn't love every single second. If you need a guide, I wrote one. Uh, The link is in the show notes. TLDR. Compliments are always welcome. Questions can be fun. Discussions about issues raised can be interesting. In this new year, I hope you'll join me in giving more acknowledgement to the people who create, even if it's only an increase in the applause emoji. So in thinking about this piece, I, I thought of a couple of performances and things like that that I have seen and never said anything about, and I've been meaning to like get on it and do some retroactive applauding, and uh, still haven't done it. Still have not done it. Meant to. Haven't done it. Wrote a whole post about it. Didn't manage to send an email or a Facebook message or any of the things none of the things. I think it's why it makes sense to do it like in the moment. Like if you see a post, you just stick the applause emoji on it and be done. Cause you may mean to send them an email about how much you loved the song or the whatever it is, but you, you probably won't unless you're, there are people who are incredibly good at this and my hat is off to you. I bow down to you. I thank you, but uh, I'm not great at it and I would like to be better. So that's what this is about, fundamentally. Um, yeah. I feel like it would be good if there were, like, some really cool way to streamline. I don't mean streamline. What do they talk – what is – where you, like, make the way smoother for people to to applaud you. Like, I feel like that would be great. Like, if there were some – you know, it, like, if you read a piece on Medium, you just, like, click applause. <laughs> <laughs> like I want I want that also I have this new browser and it allows me to because it like it gives me virtual uh currency for watching ads I could then spend that currency with tipping I hasn't I haven't figured this out yet but I have I noticed on Twitter that I could tip a tweet if I wanted to I have not done it yet because I have not figured it out and I haven't been on the browser long enough to accumulate any of this uh, currency, whatever it is called. So, but but I, I like that on principle because it's very like, you could do it in, a, in an impulse, in a moment, you could see a tweet that you think is amazing and you could click the tip button and then you give whatever the digital currency is to them. I think that's I, there, there, it would be really cool if there were some way to like virtually applaud for people just across the board. I don't know how, I don't know what it is. Some of you are geniuses who can figure this out, right? It's a, it's a thing. I think a lot of people could use it. It's not just me. I'm not the only one who wants applause. (laughs) I think that's what the like button works as for a lot of people or like on Instagram. I don't know. What is it? A heart? Uh, Anyway, it's not quite the same, but it's something. So today's song is "Sound of Silence" because it had to be. Because there's because the power of silence, basically, in in uh, an artist's mind of hearing nothing, is is a really loud sound. <laughs> it's silence, but it's really loud. So. This song just was perfect for 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 this post. I I felt, and I listened to the song in a new way when I thought of it. Um, it like it could be heard as a plea to be heard, in a way. Um, there's like there's quite a few lines about songs not being sung, and uh, silence growing like a cancer, etc. There, there is there is a, a factor that relates to what I'm talking about. So maybe you'll listen to the song in a new way as well uh, after hearing this post. So I will play it for you shortly. Meanwhile, thank you so much for listening to the blogcast. Please share it with anyone you think might enjoy it or appreciate it. Or uh, just feel like they want to listen to it. Um, that is actually another thing that needs to be smoothed out, is there is no good way to share a podcast, as I'm sure many of you know. Like, there's not – it doesn't – like, it doesn't share easily on any of the social media the way that, um, you know, articles are easily passed back and forth between people. But podcasts are still in this, like, weird pocket where they just don't share well. Um But if you can figure out a good way, do let me know, and also please share. Uh, And if you'd like to support the podcast with your uh, dollars, we have patreon.com slash emilyrdavis. There's also Ko-fi and PayPal. All of those links are in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, for sharing, for being a patron, or just being here. Um, So... In a moment, you will hear "Sound of Silence" with uh, me on ukulele. Mostly just because it's easier to play in my tiny apartment uh, at my tiny desk in a cramped space with lots of other stuff. <laughs> uh, but I, I, I actually think it makes the, the it makes it a little smaller, which is kind of useful. In that the the big hit version of Sound of Silence is very large. Like it's got a lot of sound, it's very epic sounding, and the ukulele sort of brings it down to a, a more intimate kind of level. So without further ado, here is Sound of Silence. people bowed and prayed To the neon god they made And the sign flashed out its warning In the words that it was for me And the sign said the words of the prophets Are written on the subway walls And tenement halls and Whispered in the sun of silence